here we are. We finally made it, and it's now the seventh season of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, welcoming <coughs> welcoming you all back to the Raiders Rambles. And joining me, as always, is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hello! Hey, guys. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. So glad we all survived to, like, be in the future. Yeah, and when sure I say did. Future, I'm talking about, like, the 1980s, where they felt like the 2020s would be, like, the post-apocalyptic freaking world. So... I'm super glad that uh, season seven is not uh, aborted by the robot agenda. Well, don't jump the gun just yet. <laughs> Much love, guys. <laughs> well, now that we're here and we've um, we've survived everything the world has thrown at us for all these years, it's a miracle sometimes, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, sure is. Now, joining us, as always, is our wonderful interim host, Noble. Ooga booga booga! Stupid dog, you made me look bad. Yeah. <laughs> give us the scares. Hello from Germany. <laughs> Was it Gamer HD? You, got, you know, if you wanted to do that convincingly, you just say Guten Tag. No, ah. I was reading a comment. Uh, uh. <laughs> Is it on YouTube? Oh, well. or? All good, all good. Hello for Joan D D E um German flag, German flag emojis. All good though. Well, at least it's good to know we've got people from all over the world tuning in, so we're all good. And as always, um joining us on the show, we have Gil. Hey hey guys, how's it going? Another day, another podcast, another dollar, another day in paradise, right? <laughs> yeah, right on. And <laughs> yeah, we're just here to recontinue the cycle as we as the world keeps turning. Yeah, sure is. Another uh, year, you know, another rotation of the earth and another reason to party. Pretty Good much. point. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what Christmas and New Year's Eve, well, when New Year's is, and I mean, not to mention that the uh, birthday party of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Absolutely. The reason why we all live for Christmas. Bro is 2,024 years old. Well, it's 2,023 years old to date, but he's still, you know, he's still alive. He's still the king. Tough course. So is God. Indeed. So once again, we got to say, you know, happy birthday, Jesus Christ. May your reign be eternal. And of course, protect us from all the demons. Indeed. Well, now. a lot of people in the Christian world, not only just in America, but across, you know, multiple countries celebrated Christmas. And you know, the whole holiday season, you know, New Year's. So I'm kind of curious, guys. Um, what what sort of things did you do on the holidays? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I had sp uh, spent some time with friends and family, so that was that was good too. And uh, yeah. I went to the to uh, like uh, look around for some New Year's Year's party. Oh, fuck, New Year's Eve party around, mm -hmm. but like nothing. I just found nothing for whatever reason too. Mm. I was looking around like, where the fuck oh, are the fire? Where the fireworks? I'm like nothing. There was just a, a couple of bars and restaurants working. Sure, I mean I get it. A lot of people that a lot of people you know don't want to work on the New Year's Isn't Eve. It but grand. I know mm. how you feel that they're not wanting to work on New Year's. Yeah, that's the thing. But then again, I mean you got let's say, you know the Bidenomics. That really forced people to be working on New Year's Eve. So, I mean, kudos to them, right? I used to work on New Year's Eve. I only made $10 for the whole day. Really? The well, in that case, day. I mean, why even bother working then? Like, might as well just 10 bucks is, you know, whatever. 
Yeah, you Name sort it of because I was sitting why. at someone's house watching their uh, pet. So, oh, uh, pet sitting—that's cute. Well, pet sitting can be quite profitable if given. Yeah, no, the person I was working for not profitable whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. To be fair, but we do oh, have. Well. Um, uh, I mean, hmm. I mean, Jolt, you went on like a two-week adventure. During well, the holiday it's, it's season, right? I went on a two-week vacation. You're right, hundred percent. Oh, incredible! You mean how was that? I mean, wh oh, dude, what happened I then? I went to um, I went to the wonderful country of South Korea. Hey, South Korea! Oh no way! Okay, cool. Yeah, that's right. And um, indeed, it was um, it was a grand old time. This is, I mean, your your ears are probably full of K-pop for one, and your belly is probably full of ramen, well, spicy ramen and other delicious goodies. Eh? <laughs> I mean, you'd be surprised. Actually, there's a lot. Even Korea surprised me in lots of in lots of great ways. K-pop, really? um, they're a bit they're a bit um low key about it in public settings and what have you. And a lot of the cafes and lobbies I went to ended up playing, you know cozy music you know being the season and what have you <coughs> ah that's good that's it's, interesting uh, it's a really good so uh, w w was this the first time you ever went to korea absolutely it's the first time in my life that we you know we i'd say we i went with as a family vacation that we went to south korea oh wow and... so, so that, that that must have been um totally like culture shock right like what did they no, do i mean Christmas? me i mean look at the end it would be if, um, depending on what your you know cultural background may be, but me myself being Asian, mm. suppose I'm kind of okay. used to it. Unsurprised, <laughs> you know. There were a couple of culture shocks, but I'm also not surprised at the same time. You enjoy your as best, best you could, right? I mean, sure, you're Asian, but like you live in Australia, right? So That's like going right. to a totally but, different country for the first yes. time. I mean, that that might be something different. Yes, you know? and then you know, and then because I've traveled abroad, like in a good part of my life. And experience like you know the cha the chaotic pedestrian-filled streets and markets at night, and in certain other Asian countries, you know, like oh, here we go. And yeah, that reminds me. Yes, there's um, you know, South Korea, of course, is full of nothing but you know chaotic markets at night. So, <laughs> well, yeah, like in the urban areas for sure, but. You also went to some other places too, like some national parks and and all kinds of uh, different environments. Yes, actually, um, I did have to. Uh, actually, you know what? The first thing I wanted to do, though, I think that what everybody wants to ask me: Did you go and see and peek through North Korea? The answer to that is actually yes. I did get to peek into North Korea. Oh, oh boy! Good. Yes, okay. I mean, did they still yell at you like uh, "orange dog bad"? <laughs> no, they should have yelled at me like saying "purple, what, this squirrel, is like purple squirrel evil." <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, it was Joel, not not a beer. God, oh, sorry about that. Guys, what's everyone uh, going off about with this whole North Korean thing? Anyway, I'm a little confused. I mean, guys, if you got the money, uh, you can... check this picture out. I mean, yes. Do you know what this is? See. Yeah, I know what this is. Can you it's see actually... what's on the flag right there? Yeah, that that over there is actually a propaganda uh, weapon of like uh, the Cold War. That's so, right. Of course. So mm -hmm. the thing is, for people who don't know what that is, so picture yourself back in the in the nineteen seventies or nineteen sixties, where you know, like North and South Korea have just split in half, North and South, right? And since people actually believed that at the time North Korea was like taking the lead was the best place in the world. They jump over the border to join North Korea, but when they get there, I mean, they, all all that structure was just a ruse, and now they're stuck in North Korea. While you know some people <laughs> managed to jump to the southern part of of Korea, hey, I mean, like they got there. Well, it, it was an empty city, you know. It was basically, uh, a, like you said, a, a propaganda village. But that tower with the flag is actually, I believe at one point, it was the tallest flag point in the world. I'm not sure if it still is right now, but at one point, yeah, it was. 
you know. And the fact that you got a picture of that city right across the border. Oh, man. That yeah. is so cool. Uh, that tour guide said a couple of things as much. That's like, crazy. Place, you know, that whole area right there is, um, you know, I know to the side is an industrial complex. But that flagpole mm -hmm. is actually, um, you know, the north, like tour guide said, the north and the south got into a, um, a sort it's of like a flagpole war. You know, with who, yeah, with who could, um, hoist the flag the highest and eventually the south just kind of you know backed out while the north just kept raising so the so this is still the tallest one then <laughs> I'm not probably sure. right in well the world, between the two it is yeah in the two it, it definitely is 100 <laughs> oh man i mean to be honest uh oh nice but yeah but to be honest nowadays we got we're even able to put like the flag up in space if we if we really wanted to right but you know but the sheer fact of the matter is, you know, people come here, lots of people come here to the drove to peer into North Korea. And Yes, like, and, and this is the flag of the dear leader. Right. And so yeah. show your respect. And the the <laughs> only other thing that's also tall here is of course that tower up on the mountain is a um is a GPS signal jammer. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, so, that yeah, way... like, so wait, yeah. what? Yeah, a jammer. Oh my goodness! I I didn't realize that. Well, no, so, you did. So that um, if if you're going to this town, right? Like if if their propaganda that worked and someone wanted to like defect and it's like, oh, that looks like a cool town. And then they go there and they realize all the buildings are abandoned. Yeah. And then like the, like their cell phone doesn't work. And it's like, what the crap? Like, yeah, what do I need? Yeah. <laughs> and then a bunch of armed soldiers come around nowhere. You know, it's more to oh, keep, boy. you know external, you know, external. Country, you know, affairs from spying on North Korea with their satellites and what have you. So, yeah. But yeah, you know what? Speaking of propaganda and stuff, um, sorry. Yes, it's true. North Korea blasts out propaganda while my tour guide says the South blasts um, K pop at the <laughs> Wait, so, so this is going on at the same time? Like, South Korea's blasting some K pop, and then you got North Korea. Shouting about their their dear leader dictator. <laughs> what the bonkers? <laughs> well, this is the thing that confuses me because if you've got enough money, you can actually pay someone to ship your first to China and then to North Korea. If Since, you uh... actually wanted to go there, there are tour guides and there are people who will go in and they'll you know take a look around. North Korea, you know, see all the fancy spots, and you can find videos on it on YouTube too. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it though. Oh no! Well, I would. I wouldn't get too close. So yeah, I agree with you there, Noble. Yeah, no the way. one person got accused of stealing a flag. He was nope, allegedly nope. tortured. Got he back to the fucked. US. And I think he died like a week later or something. He did, yeah, because the North Korean authorities decided like, hmm, you know what? He's on the verge of death. Let's just send him back anyway after we did all this horrific stuff to him. Yeah. Otto Warmbier. God bless so him. So just be careful when you go on holidays. Uh, yeah. But when you go on holidays to different countries, of course, because you have to understand like there's different laws that are implemented in different countries. Like, if you were to go to Saudi Arabia... Don't yeah. snog in public! You can't do that. No, you can't. Otherwise, you're gonna go to jail, okay? Bad thing to do. To smoke in public. No, It snog. depends on what country. Yes. Oh, okay. Smoking, too, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it, again, it depends. Uh, drinking is illegal in some countries. I think in, like, the United Arab Emirates... They have some places where it is legal because, like, private companies own the businesses and there's, they have, like, laws or whatever. But if you were to go outside and, like, have a beer, yep. You're fucked. Five years in prison for you. Not fun. Yeah. So I Oh! Yeah. I can't wait till YouTube starts having shit like that as a, uh, you know, dare. <laughs> Spend, oh like, God. five years in a foreign prison. Oh, they've done that before. Like, when people have went to, like, Italy and then they desecrated their, their monuments, yeah, they got arrested for yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. That happened there, too. I'm like, God yep. damn. The Coliseum. You saw that, right? There's the stuff in Japan recently that just made me cringe. I mean, why? Well, honestly, I'm kind of curious about Jolt. Um, 
like yeah. what wh what else did did you do there uh, yeah, did you go I to like mean, different parks or yeah i did actually speaking of natural national parks i mean you do have to escape from the leave the capital for at least an hour and a bit to get to um nature because asian countries don't really believe in green space in the cities well, well yeah it's like an hour away you know like you're going yeah. out okay. and um of course in the cities are nothing but like a massive you know urban jungle with towers and stuff yeah yeah no. okay but yes we went to a place called mm -hmm. um nami island for one and um it's actually and it's actually built fun fact when we saw it as a, as its own little republic republic of nami nara Oh really? Okay. Yeah, even though it's actually within the confines of um, you know, South Korea, and it's uh, it's actually you know, you take a little ferry there that's like you know, for like about five minutes or so, and you're there. Because hmm. it's it's still on the main, you know, it's still inside in the in the mountains actually. Right. Right. There it is. Oh wow, that's a beautiful shot. Indeed, yeah. sure is. That's incredible. It's and really what it is. It's um. It's actually just, it's a really, really nice, you know, out there. And it's nice on all seasons, and it's its own wonderland, especially in winter, because when we went there, there was a cold snap. The temperature went to minus 12 Celsius, actually. And so what you get is these. What? Oh, that, that looks a little creepy. And <laughs> that looks a little creepy. What the hell is that? Yeah. Is that like uh, an art installation? Wow, what is that in the background? Is that that can't be natural, can it? It looks like one of those like like nineteen eighties dark fantasy castles, doesn't it? Right. No, it it looks like something that uh, Princess Elsa would build if she was like in a in a rage. Yeah, you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> It's my ice fortress, god damn it! Don't judge me. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not entirely wrong. And But that looks pretty damn cool. Doesn't it like goddamn? Yeah, and I think another one of the defining features of Nami Island is just the nice little rows of redwoods which mm. just stretch on for like, you know. Just oh, that's the really nice. I I, I, I love the too. the aesthetic of like the balloons there. Looks very welcoming too. It's it really does feel like a winter wonderland if if anything at like that. Yeah. yeah, but no snow. Wait, is there snow? Actually, you can tell there is. There actually was snow, but before we get to that, um, just to show you, that. yeah, Nami Island has um actually they really really love goblins, huh? Look at that! I have and all these statues of goblins and little, you know, a ninety <coughs> a ninety style anime goblin. That's adorable. Mm. I like that. Yeah, there's like there's even lots of statues of goblins here and there. And yeah. oh wow, look at that! Okay, so so that's some like ye oldie like folklore sort of uh, installations. Very right. interesting. Yeah, well and it all around the island. There's um, you know, goblin statues. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, but as to your question pertaining snow, yeah, there's actually no mountains on the island, but so you know, much snow. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's it really feels like a whim, you know, literal nice whimsical place. Sure is, like god damn. Oh, I, guys, uh, I, I just want to highlight a comment from here. Um, what was neat? Gamer HD says hello from Germany. Yeah, I think we know Noble said that's that incredible. Well. Yeah, man. That you know, in Germany yeah. right now, that's yeah, awesome. I there, probably. Point is, right on. Yeah, it was highlighted on earlier. Hey, on. I'm in the United States, Jolt is in Australia. We're all over the damn world. Yep. Yeah, and I'm, you know, and I'm, I miss, I miss Korea already, and it's Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. Well, that's, I... that's the thing. It's I've actually cement. You know what? I'm straight up gonna say this that my first suit has now, you know, been traveled onto his fourth country. Yeah, that's incredible, man. Right. I mean, Australia, United States, 
New Zealand, and now South Korea. Hmm. That's a list. And Once it reaches I, 18, are you going to do some pinups? <laughs> well, that, that, at that point, I'd probably be like, have a goal in every port. Once it, you know, goal in every country. I digress. But the point is, mm. yeah, one, you know, one photo of my suit in every country, ideally. Well, uh, that'd be like 195 countries. So yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Well, and again, not not every country is gonna be like an easy experience too. Much less, you know, to bring a suit into. But you know, that's a challenge. But I know you've kind of wanted this. You've kind of waited for this. And yes, Jolty is has indeed set foot in South Korea. All the way in South Korea. That's right. Look like you're just enjoying yourself with her too. Have a nice picnic by the waterfall. Yeah. Yeah, that is an incredible shot. Yeah, like it just the waterfall out there is actually incredible. And um, to get there, um, we had to go to a place called Jeju Island. We we flew there south of you know Seoul for one hour, and it's actually the Hawaii of South Korea. How tall is that waterfall? I mean, that must be what, like fifty feet, maybe eighty. Probably give or take. But it's the only Jongbang waterfall is the only waterfall in the world that's known that lets out right into the ocean. Really? Wow! Seriously? Yeah. Like as far as I know, the waterfalls down here that we have um go, you know, go to streams and that. But this, this is something else. Like, I look on the other side, and it's like, yeah, there's nothing but, you know, ocean. Oh, that's so awesome. Indeed. Indeed. And then you've got things like these. Fun truth, Ooh. actually. Um, Jongbang Waterfall has a sister waterfall a few minutes away. Really? And, yeah. Am I the only one who thinks that this gives me like Lord of the Rings vibes? Hmm. Actually, no. It's it really is, and you know, it really does seem like it's a good set piece. Like just the way it's all constructed, and the and you know the outlets. Just kind of making it through and like giving you the effect that it is indeed a waterfall. But yeah, no, it's um, it's wonderful. Needless to say, I did spend my Christmas in South Korea, and yeah, they could be good. Sure is. Yeah, right I mean, on, man. I mean, what can that you say? I mean, now awesome. you know, South Korea is majority Catholic, and they um, you know, they celebrate it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. Hmm. What? I suppose that shall be that, and I hope, you know, to get, but now to get into the main swing of things, though, 2020, we now finally hit 2024. I guess, what's everybody um, really expecting on the cards this year in and outside of furry? I mean, it's hard to say because, you know, 2024 is just starting and like we have absolutely no idea, you know, how this year is going to be. Some people are hopeful. Some people I think, are looking at news and, you know, just having a very bad feeling about what's to come. Right. All right. I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, you know, we're going to see how the card, you know, how the chips fall, take things one at a time, and see what's what new developments happen. Yeah, and especially, you know, like what kind of like clowns, you know, their fates are going to be too, especially thanks to Biden and Bidenomics. Right. For but that that aside, I know I understand it's a big year, but that's um that's probably a story for another. That's probably a topic for another time. Indeed. Yeah, that's. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. 
but I think what can we expect more in in um in the furry side of things? I guess like more, you know. Well, uh... if, if if that's a serious question, then I will say this. We do have. Some I I am more optimistic. You know, I think we can just like enjoy ourselves and have our furry fandom and everything. Well, but I'm not looking for like you know some politically driven you know some bullshit that just right. alienates people. I'm, I'm not yeah. about that. And um, I guess the exhibit exhibit A is probably like Anfro New England, which is of course still kept true to the whole vaccination mandates thing. I think if they just got rid of that, like it would be fine. You know, like if you were just going to be a furry con and just like not give a flying crap about like what whatever they're doing right politically. But, you know it's for new england i know yeah and that's a bummer but we just started 2024 so i'm hoping that this year will be better you know we're not gonna have this kind of uh, woke nonsense that inhibits people you know not really a big fan of the walking on eggshells and trying to pretend to help people and not be offended and all that stupid crap that they try to shove yeah. down your throats every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. about that crap either. You know, the whole LGBTQW rainbow people. Is, not about it. Is, um, you know, has still doubled down on this sort of thing. I know, I know. And, and, that's, and that's, if, uh, well, every other con seems to just be, you know, real you know, relaxing it out, so. Mm -hmm. Well, so long as they don't have, like, the, the vaccine passports anymore, I mean, that's that's a good step in the right direction, I guess. Yeah, and again, I mean, all that was just a fucking sham in the first place, like, goddamn. It was, yeah, you're right. You're, you're totally right. So, wh what do you think about that? I despise it. I despised all of it. And I despise the people who pushed it even more, too. So, what do you think about conventions that wanted people to be vaxxed before they can even go? Well, at that the, point, uh, you know, let the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, if they're pulling that kind of shit, then your best bet is just fucking dip. Yeah, I'm not going to those, to those either. But yeah, no, fair, no, fair no. point. Oh yeah. Anyway. By the way, here's a here's a comment then that, uh, that we have to that we interested to highlight of uh, Vixity. What you mean shoving belief down uh, down throats? That's what furries do to kids. Well, Wait, do they not know what that means? Invixity. Are they stupid? Yeah, the uh, Invixity comment. Well, actually, no, no, no. He's not really too stupid. I mean, I get his point too, but at the same time, I mean, you gotta know that uh, the furry fandom is pretty much like an cookie cutter image of, of society. You got all sorts of people there too. Good, bad, and like goddamn. It's 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 it's, a, it's like a, a total shit show what the what the fandom is too, but no I don't think you're dumb. <laughs> I don't think you're dumb in Vic City. Because yeah because because again I mean like a bit of a personal uh side note I have uh, been on the internet long enough that, uh, I mean, some fandoms, let's say like MLP whatnot too, you think they look all innocent and cutesy, but the more you, lo you look into it, you might find something that could potentially fucking traumatize you, right? Eh, depending, I guess. You know what I mean, but yeah. By the way, that brings us to an interesting point too. Hey, Jolt, what was the thing about... Uh, North Carolina and E621 <laughs> that uh, the bill that they were pushing. Right. Um, did, it got, did it got passed, by the way? Now, here's something that you've, um, to start with the um, I, the main items we did want to talk about. E621, I know like a certain favorite of furries, um, seems to be inaccessible in the state of North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. There we go. Yeah, just in the state of North Carolina, and um, it's the website there is just in it's inaccessible. 
I mean, I was looking at it as well too. I mean, that uh, it is exact, it is accessible, but you need to put like uh, do an age verification. You see, I mean, I can sort of see why too, especially with the trends that happen in society too. One of them is, of course, the iPad kids. You know, the brain ah. rot, rot generation. But I think it's more. there's actually more to it than that. So we've got an oh, article here to show to you, that. actually. Um, hang on a second. All right. The Mary Sue. Oh, boy. Are you a foray in North Carolina with a proclivity for an adult content? You may not be able to access one of your favorite websites anymore. Before the clock struck on 12 on New Year's Eve, the Internet's most popular furry website pulled access from its North Carolina users over a new state law. That's right. E61 is down for the state. Due to current and legal... A situation in North Carolina, the uncertainty surrounding it, will, it, we will be blocking access to e61.net from North Carolina until we can consult our legal counsel on this matter. The site said in an official announcement published on December 31st, we did not count this decision lightly and we will do what we can to rectify and remedy the situation so that we can restore access to those users affected by this matter. As of January 2nd, uh, E621 had has a, has meeting a plan have planned to receive further legal guidance on this matter. We will try to update soon for all. The website tweeted. This is very concerning. Indeed it is too. Uh, I like I, I'm not I'm not even going to go into like I'm not gonna delve into the details of like what the legislation specifically is against or whatever. The fact that a state in America is able to ban a website from their users who live in the state. See, that is where it becomes concerning. I don't give a fuck about your content, okay? Uh you can have something bad, something good, something whatever content. That's not really the main issue. The main issue is anyone who uses this website, they're no longer even able to access it. So that's a fucking problem when you think about it, right? Sure is. So I what do you do like in that situation? Know, right? Well, uh, d doesn't this sound kind of like illegal? If a state can ban a website that's open to the entire planet, kind of weird. The two questions I would have is whether or not this is going to affect fur affinity, because that'd be funny. Uh, and more importantly, was the website itself banned or is something of the content uh, basically could get him into trouble? That is a good point, too, because, I mean, the, the precedent that it's setting up is, uh, you know, what could be for one could pretty much be the same thing for everyone. I don't really think anything Amira, that, that the they... way you were putting it is that right. the state itself had banned E621. The news article reads as if, no, the website blocked access for anyone in the state just so they can't, just so the users don't get into trouble. Yeah, that is true. And how do you block people in the state for that? It's messed up. Like, at that point, wouldn't you just want to get, like, a VPN? I mean... You're like, yeah, I'm from yeah, Germany or whatever. Sure, whatever. It's the same point. as putting up a sign saying we can only sell uh, alcohol to people who are, of like, 21 or 18 or whatever. I mean, shit. Yeah, so go to another country where you can sell it at, like, 18. Yeah, but at the same time, is uh, well, you know, I mean, sure, I mean, I see their point too. I mean, E six to one is no doubt a porn site, but at the same time, I mean, like you gotta, you gotta keep in mind too. I mean, you gotta sort of have a final way to restrict, you know, some, uh, you know, to to filter the the traffic flow to something that's more acceptable. Sure, I mean, I get the point. And at the same time, I mean, I can, I can already see where this originates from. Like, uh, you know, if you're one of those, like, 
naggy single mom Karens who just found out what E61 is and oh, writes up to all the um... politicians and now oh, this, oh that, only I matter, no one else is right because this and that, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But really though, like what the the main thing it wasn't just E621, there were some other sites too, and it's and what, what's really happened is that um North Carolina has um has an age verification enforcement act for that sort of thing. So now um So the says... entire state. Okay, so this would affect things like um DeviantArt for affinity uh shit a shit ton of websites that host questionable material <laughs> yeah i wonder why oh i mean the only problem is is that uh what kind of services are they going to implement and you know what sort of bullshit will that bring along the way see avera all they're doing is covering their ass legally because at this point they don't want to get themselves into trouble or potentially the people using their website into well yeah of course i mean like that that's why that they're so ugh, just gray about these issues of course they would be oh yeah because well you know we got a couple of smart asses who will just be able to bend the line with your secret little ways eh? yeah they have a lot of money and a lot of power and a lot of time to waste on their hands too yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Time is actually one of the best resources anyone can have these days. Problem is, I, like, what what they're doing with it. You know, I think one of us or or one of our friends or somebody should make a steamboat Willie, um, just fucking the brains out of Minnie Mouse. Yeah, he could totally do it. Don't give absolutely hundred percent. Don't be giving the fannies any ideas now. Hey, hey, uh, and, and put that on a T-shirt and sell it. Why not? You know, it's public domain. <laughs> hey, whatever. That, yeah. it's public domain, man. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it. That is true. You know, the steamboat. Really now, that, that is now, what that it is. Domain. Yeah, and now that that's actually made possible because since the turn of the year, you know, the certain items like steamboat Willie, mm -hmm. and classical, you know, Disney items. Have um, entered the public domain. Yeah, well, Steamboat Willie's got a big dick. Well, I mean... horror. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and now yeah. that this has happened, yeah. Now you know. Now fans can get their hands on Steamboat on the Steamboat Willie version of Mickey Mouse, and um, straight up, whatever they can with yeah. it. And now the first thing that fans want to do is they make horror versions of you know, Mickey Mouse, the same vein that they did when we need a poo. It's interesting that this is the first thing that came up. And you're right, Jolt. Uh, this is the first thing that happened with Winnie the Pooh uh, in regards to the, the whole horror theme. But now we're looking at Steamboat Willie. You know, there is something I wanted to say about this. Uh, granted, when it comes to copyright laws, there's a difference between copyright laws and trademarks, okay? Oh, yeah, there is a difference indeed. There is. So, copyright, it, it used to be 14 years, okay? In, like, the, the fucking 1870s. And then it was Disney that helped create the the new platform I, th I believe it was 1998 was something called the uh hold on i have a picture of this basically uh disney was trying to hold on to their their ideas their their ips as long as they possibly could for at least 95 years and now that Steamboat Willie came out in 1928. Been 95 years now, it's in public domain. But the problem is, problem is, Mickey Mouse has been uh, changed and utilized in different ways. AI is truly a blessing, isn't it? It is, but when it comes to like Mickey, that's that's not really what we're talking about. It's more like a like a digital sort of 
trademark that you can't really <sighs> copyright laws are fucked, man. Like it's hard yeah. to say. Sometimes I just I, I think some of these were just designed to be exploited one way or another. Well, kind of. I mean the the Copyright Term Extension Act of nineteen ninety eight that was lobbied by Disney because they wanted to keep Mickey Mouse as part of their, like, their trademark. You know, like, uh, something that identified them. And it I wasn't mean, just them. It was Disney, it was Universal, Viacom, Time Warner, NBA, ESPN, all of that. They did the same thing. Because they did not want Mickey Mouse to be utilized by other people. And and that's pretty much like what trademarks do. You know, they're supposed to be there for like customer protection, right? So well, to be it, honest, it, it, some rando made like a a Mickey Mouse backpack or whatever and like they're like they're trying to sell it. It's not actually a Disney right. thing, so they could Look, just lie. To be about honest, it. Up until about 2010 maybe, 2015. Disney was reliant on Mickey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, I could understand if they went in and asked specifically for an exemption for the character, which is still like the base of their multi-billion dollar company. But the whole thing about changing copyright law to affect everything, just no. Nah. Yeah, well, what are they going to do? A ask for exemption from who? Like, what are they talking about? At that point, it has to be a copyright, and that's what they did back in 1928. But, that's why, after 95 years, that's why it's now public domain. So there I, you go. I would have felt better if Disney had turned around and either changed uh, the way Mickey Mouse was held or asked for an exemption simply because it was Mickey Mouse was still sort of like the core thing for their company. And it's still well, it is, going it down is. the part of wasting money trying to change copyright law to suit them. It just it, it's fucking ridiculous. And and that is precisely what they've done. In fact, uh, they've they've done this. Good lord, about over a dozen times. Uh, this was uh, cop copyright law, and let's see how do they change it. Let me just pop the article back up again. Hold on a second. Let me... Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. Now. Look, the fact that... Yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter is, like, what used to be, like, 70 years is, um, you know... Yeah. yeah. See, and, uh, I, mean, I, I was looking at the, the, the copyright laws uh, from 1790 up until... 1998 and 19, 1998 was the Disney one, which made it to be 95 years. Holy but now it's been 95 years. So in 1928, 95 years later, yeah, all of a sudden, Steamboat Willie is not necessarily now it's public domain. Right. And again, to follow on with the trend of it, again, like look, you've got some people releasing, you know, the horror versions like. Infestation yep. Origins. Holy shit! What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could. Yo, they could totally do that. It looks like it looks like if A Disney really cursed and diseased, you know, Steamboat Willie. It it looks like Disney uh, Disney World got infected by Halo Flood, right. doesn't it? And and then you got another thing called you know Mickey Mouse's Trap, which. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jolt. Yes. Watch this become so popular that people are going to start making horror indie games out of it. And who knows? That even might become a success that uh, even Disney might get involved with it, too. Like, you know, I'm sure they will. Freddy's. Like your own version of like a free roam Five Nights at Freddy's or, I don't know, Silent Hill. It'll depend, like, for, right. the, uh, for, the, for the fans to create whatever. So you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing that you know that's kind of been on my mind a bit, and like why now when when this sort of thing happens, when something enters the public domain, 
people create these dark versions of you know these characters and what have you like they, that's the first thing they go for is like the dark cursed horror sort of thing they just curse the character like the cursed version of it and bam you know uh what was it? yeah garfield and like john carpenter carpenter's the thing I'm kind of uh, surprised why no one decided to make a video game of the actual episode itself. Oh, it will. It will, trust me. It's on its way eventually. Whenever you least expect it, it's going to come. You know, and whatever, when you least expect it, boom. It's, a, it's, in a, it's like a major hit. And like down the years, uh, fandom this, fandom that, and you become more popular. You've got to find even all sorts of pro fan products on like uh, Walmart or Target or I mean, who knows? But maybe even fucking Costco. <laughs> I mean, but at that point, yeah, I can see that as being something that's completely, you know, completely, yeah, completely utterly possible. I mean, it is a point. I mean, it's it it is possible. You know, we have the chances, and eh, who knows? Whenever uh, fate decides to put this on us too. Right, right. And again, I mean, who? I mean, you no. Know, you like you remember how like uh, the first few days whenever Fire Night at Freddy's One came out. Did people expect that? No, they didn't. No. And fast forward a couple of, like, say, years later, and look at where we are now. Like, look at what's available, whatnot, right? Yeah. And, yeah, look at how that's, you know, turned out. Yeah, I gotta say, AI is looking pretty scary. <laughs> I mean, impressive, but scary. Yeah, indeed, but I mean, you also see like a lot of let's see different franchises uh, with that happening too. Uh yeah, and and pretty sure you know, hard Disney's gonna, I mean, it's gonna end up having its uh, own identity eventually. And I mean, I mean, we've still got you know, look at how many Disney characters that we have entered the public domain now. You know, you got that. Oh, well, yeah, Mickey and Minnie. I mean, that's pretty good. Now and then, after you know, Peter Pan has entered the public domain. Bambi and you know, Winnie the Pooh have been in the public domain. Oh, uh, I, I, I don't even want to know what they're going to do with Bambi. Oh, Lord. Well, oh, that, Lord. That, that's the thing. Okay, like, yeah, it doesn't. When it comes to public domain, yes, these IPs, you know, these intellectual properties, they can be used for pretty much anything. You know, when it comes to like remixes or adaptations, or just flat out using them for even commercial purposes. Because no company owns them, right? It's literally public domain. So if, if you wanted, if you legit wanted to make uh, t-shirts of, you know, Steamboat Willie, okay, like, you could do that and sell that for commercial gain. Now, that does not necessarily mean that Disney's not going to be very upset about that because they lost that property. Or who knows, they might they might try to buy it or outright steal it too. Because hey, it's my property. How well, it's, there, there's a difference. Uh, we've talked about this before. Difference between copyright and trademark. Because trademark, if like the whole Mickey ears or whatever, like that's the trademark for the Disney logo, and that does not have any time limit. Now, time limits exist on something like copyright, which is 95 years. That's why when that came out in 1928, now it's 2024. It's been 95 years, and now it's public domain. Anybody could use it. Anybody can make a profit yeah. off of it. And Disney's pretty pissed off. But the thing is, they've used that same character even after that happened. Like, in 1930... They were still using that design of the Steamboat Willie, uh, you 
you know, Mickey Mouse. So, like, what does that mean, specifically? Yeah, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, do they have a legal claim to it, or no? Uh, in all honesty, who the fuck knows at this point? It's, uh... it's been 95 years. I mean, that, that was the law. I mean, that's what they said. But being Disney uh, with all their billions of dollars, somehow they still have billions of dollars, even after all their flop. Now, you know, to answer Noble's question regarding Bambi, I'm sure you've probably this, but... Oh, goodness, what about him? Yes. They've now made, you know, Bambi the Reckoning is going to put Bambi on a vengeful and horror-filled quest. You know... Following so, the death of mother. So you're telling me that uh, there's going to be like a fan-made movie of Babby turning to this uh, Wendigo and going in a bloodlust for whoever killed his mother? Is it fan-made? Yes, it is, because Bambi's public domain now. <laughs> well, okay. Wendigo Babby, here we go. You're going to team up with like uh, his... Uh, Skinwalker buddy. <laughs> That'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, it's stuff like that where, I don't know. If you want to redo Bambi, like, uh, how can you redo Bambi and make it better? Like, how right. can you actually do that? Uh, uh, maybe all you need to play is a couple of horror games and the ideals will come straight towards Nah, you. man, like, it was a good movie, you know, back in the day. Like, the, the music score, the whole message, everything was great. So I don't even if it's public domain, sure they could like adapt it, I guess. But that you know? and yeah, that and what else? Uh, some you know kind what of else like horrors. You know what else you can try and imagine would be you know what can you imagine is um. What about Peter Pan? That's now entered public domain. What what could we do? With, what could you do with it? What can you imagine people doing with it? Well, whatever uh, that last animated movie was, or that CGI Peter Pan crap, and Wendy. Yeah, yeah whatever no. that... No, Wendy and Peter Pan. Because Wendy comes first, you know. Right. Whatever the crap that movie was, yeah, no. Just, just forget that even happened. Make something else. Yep. Hell, I'd even like go back to the original animation and just try to, you know, be true to the source material, but make that animation like CGI or like live action or like a combination of it. Or, you know, and just make it look freaking good. Yeah, like something like uh, with the uh, edginess of the 1990s or like the early 2000s. No, just like legit remake the movie, like in that art style. I think that would be a hell of a lot more profitable than all this like woke agenda crap. Yeah, it'd be like way more profitable. By the way, funny you mention that too, is because, uh, well, sorry, Jolt, for just getting away too. <laughs> but uh, there's been a point before that, uh, uh, like in 2023, that uh, Disney they felt the sting of like wokeness and. I think, like, I mean, it's like some uh, some articles saying that they were going to ditch wokeness. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, you only appease a certain minority with all this diversity wokeness. And even then, those people aren't your, aren't going to be their top investors for this. It, so, it was a bad business decision for the company. Extremely. It really was. Uh, because at the end of the day, they're they're like with that kind of business model, they're pandering to a niche market of radicalized, you know, alt leftist type of politically driven people. But at the end of the day, it, uh, if they want to actually be Disney, if they really want to be like a family friendly, like hey, anybody could watch this movie and like it. Yeah. At that point, I think that they lost their trajectory of like what they were supposed to be doing. So yep. right now, Disney has just become this, uh, I don't know, what the fuck? A, a shell of its former self. It's, it's a bummer that it happened. You know, hopefully they can 
learn from their mistakes and maybe not pander to this woke crowd of radical political monsters or whatever. Now, yeah, the, maybe they'll get better. I mean, who knows? Hopefully, in the direction that Disney's headed right now, I um, know it's it's messed out. up. Like it's hard to be positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. It's knowing you know, knowing that this is the trajectory that Disney has chosen to take. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, if that even if it was like a niche market, sure, you know, people could experiment to the this and that or whatnot too but jesus christ not go all the way in because you're gonna you know fuck up you know like what is known to work and you know sure i mean of course they can fix the notes back to where it would be but the real problem is is how long is that gonna gonna take and how much money is that gonna cost them right even more than it already did because i mean clearly the writing was on the fucking wall but did they did they stop and listen no they didn't See, I'm not even going to name a particular movie here, but I'm sure you can understand this trope. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's pretty darn obvious. If, like, there's some uh, token diversity person who makes the main character look like a piece of garbage, and they're just promoting an agenda. Like, is, is that something that, like, you really want to See, like, matter of fact, I mean, as a matter of fact, no, I probably wouldn't want to watch. There was even uh... if you were watching Star Wars, right, and you saw Luke Skywalker, the dude who defeated Darth Sidious, and he just throws his lightsaber off his shoulder. Like, is that really someone you want to care about? That's just one thing. Yeah, Disney has done this multiple times. They don't care. No, they don't. That's the Not bigger thing point. about it. They don't even give a damn. Not in the slightest. Well, no, technically no. they do. They're just going down the wrong path. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise, they care they about be, uh, pandering. The other thing, the thing is that if they didn't care, then they wouldn't be trying to pander at all to who they think is the actual audience. In other words, a uh, small group of particularly unhinged and potentially violent individuals of which you want to have absolutely nothing to do with. And Noble, you are completely correct about that, at least in my opinion, because I I think you're right that Disney does not really understand uh, their audience. Like they think that pandering to this small radical crowd of politically radical monsters, they think that's going to get them more money and more viewers. They think that by attacking men and attacking their fan base is somehow going to get them more money. You mean but like they're the Gillette effect? wrong every time, and they just don't learn their lesson. Yep. You mean like the true. Gillette effect? <laughs> yeah, pretty much the, the, the Gillette effect. That's a uh, that's another big thing too, because goddamn, they just have to be bullied. Well, Disney's freaking out right now because all this Steamboat Willie stuff. Oh, boy. The writing was on the wall, and what, and they chose to do fuck all about it, right? About 20 minutes before this podcast started, I, I watched a YouTube video, and, and some guy was like, Hey, guys, check out this new animation I made. And it was literally just Steamboat Willie. <laughs> Technically, he's in public domain, right? So he, he can claim that. Like, the original... it was pretty funny. Yeah, it it was the, it was the whole damn thing. Obviously, it was satire, like it was a joke, and like all of his commenters were like, "Oh, it's so nice to see an indie person, you know, animate whatever." It was hilarious, bro. People are that fucking clueless, aren't they? I I thought it was pretty funny. Considering yeah. it's in public domain now, you know. And at the same time, I mean, like the only thing I mean, sure, it could be true. I mean, as a matter of fact, you have like a lot of people um, reanimate it in like different ways. Oh, let's that's say, that's, uh, that's legal. Yeah, yeah. They could do that. Let's say a, a certain animator, such as um, Meat Canyon. Oh, yeah. What do you think he's gonna do about this? Oh, uh, probably you know some like nightmare fuel, you know the the usual. 
<laughs> a lot of people have been jumping on Steamboat Willie. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and the time it really, really the time is ripe for that sort of thing. Yep, and as a matter of fact, I mean, like it's like like I said before, like all the uh, fan art and all the AI that can't come off it is just gonna be phenomenal. AI is getting scary. Very. This is something that, like, this isn't even a topic. I'm just going to bring this up for, like, a minute or so. My friend just sent me a link to some program that made some really cool-looking AI art. And, guys, I got to say, I understand why digital artists are fucking terrified of what AI art has to come. Because, good lord! Like, I would pay a hundred bucks for this stuff and, like, work, like, wait for, like, a month. And now I can just do it in, like, a click of a button. It's actually that crazy. Yeah, AI is yeah. getting pretty fucking powerful. Like, in the art form, bro, I got some cool art in, like, a minute. <laughs> and crazy. You know, something that you would have cost you like uh, what eighty bucks, you got it for free, right? Yeah, and you know, and it's just like yeah, and it's quick, it's retriable, and if you don't like it, you can just you know fire the prompts up again. It's basically mm -hmm. having fun, and it's always unique every time too. Like whenever you refresh it, it's like the AI is like legit thinking and like making new things. So no, every. No, well, it is because you're never going to see the same image ever again. I mean, Unless you it's it's good, look, I had a but... play with the site, and I'm not personally impressed. I'm I'm not as impressed as I would have thought that I would be. You're right about that, Noble. Yeah, I I think I mean... I'm like ninety percent there, possibly, because yeah. I was putting in some prompts to it earlier, and it didn't it it did not get to what I wanted it to be. Like, it, it thought differently. But if uh, I gave this to a human person, they would have absolutely customized it and made it perfect. So AI is not totally there. I think it's about 90%. It's, it's getting close. It's getting there. But, you know, again, there's a lot of messing around with the, al you know, the algorithms and that, and mm. the more complex ones just do it the best. But oh, remember, uh... remember, the free ones um, can only do so, I think, to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Matter of yeah. fact, hey Jolt. Yes. Also, also, let me send you pictures, well, too, though, of like some of the, uh, well, some of some of them as well too. You know, like I've, I've been messing around with AI. You know, like it was like 3 a.m. in the morning. I was bored. I was like having the intrusive thoughts winning, and you know, was messing around with AI. And let me tell you, mm. I had a blast. All right, and yeah, I'm also, uh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, send you AI fun. Oh yeah. With. Oh yeah. Uh let's see. Here we go. I don't re remember at, at this time, you know, which AI I use, but I mean, show it to everyone if you if you if you can. Uh, might we'll see. <laughs> but I think really honestly, I think at right now at where we're at right now, um scary stuff. And yeah. I think this is pretty much all the time that we've got for the show. Ah, yeah. oh well. I know. Which is my ramble on. I think um, who'd like to um just start up and say a closing statement, like we maybe see what people are looking forward to in the year ahead. You know, in the year that lies ahead of us. Well, I'll start first. I mean, sure. I mean, we don't know for sure what lies in wait ahead of time, but it's uh. It's something, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, there's always, you know, the same ways to get through it all, like like vibing through it. And, okay. that, you know, like fate decide on top of our decisions as to where we're ever going to land. Right, Jolt? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess really we can just, like, you know. And also on another side note is that I noticed that... Uh, Instead of sticking to a, sticking to a schedule, we we were just so chatty this time, weren't we? <laughs> I think we just got like it just became absolutely chaotic. That's what's happened. Hey, I mean, at least we had fun. 
Hey, it's just a bunch of friends, you know, shooting the stuff, you know? Whatever. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Alright, who's next for our closing statement? Uh, Noble? Well, there are a couple of things I was hoping to cover, like that whole um, furry campaign thing, the woman who decided to go off at some kid who played Tetris. I mean, taking a jab at a 13-year-old's a little low. Google's incognito thing, you know, that was yeah, funny. I mean, you know, Spite, you know, Wish we crazy how now, like, all the big tech stuff are basically now obsessed with spying on us, and that's something we can kind of look forward to this year, like, for better or worse, because... Or people need to read and understand things better, because holy shit, the level of stupidity I've come across over the last couple of years. How are people not Darwin? And, how are people not reached the Darwin Awards yet? I mean, shit. Yet. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's on them, right? Yeah. yeah. Last of all, Avira. Well, I have to say, when it comes to, um, like, this year, yeah, I got like three plan, three cons planned, so I'll be attending those. I'll be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about like when it comes to AI. Within like the next few months, I think it's going to be getting pretty crazy. Oh yeah, oh, I do have a lot of high hopes for this year, though. You know, I'm currently in a loving relationship, so hey. I'm super happy about that. Yeah. Got well, a new job lined up and everything, so things yeah. are looking good, eh? I think so, yeah. Let's hope they stay that way too. That's another thing. I twenty twenty four just started and it's already looking great for me. So I'm so thankful for my friends and family. And I, I hope everyone, you know, listening today, you know, hey, season seven, guys. We are the world's longest continuously running furry theme podcast on the planet. Really? Hell yeah. This is incredible, guys. Oh, I can't wait to see no. you next week. And we'll, we do this some um, week in, week out. Oh, yeah. If, um, for the most part. But. Guys, it's been incredible. So, yeah, I don't really have anything much else to say except, you know, I had a good holiday. I hope you guys did too. And um, I'll see you next time. And until then. Likewise. Likewise, as always, if you, for those tuning in, as always, our episodes can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more platforms further down the line. I hope, you know, hope 2024 brings you many blessings, opportunities, and fluff. And this is us signing off for the week. Farewell. Until and until time. then. God bless. Bye. <laughs>